Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hot Heath. John Crotty. You can hear him right now on or right on the ticket with Mike Inglis. And also, you can see him in the studio occasionally as a TV analyst. And John joins us on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. They're truly steps beyond convenient. John, if I told you two weeks ago you'd be covering the hottest team in basketball, a team at the time was 11-30, and 30. you probably would have thought I was nuts. What? What has changed for this team? I mean, besides shooting great from beyond the arc, they've really seemed to gel. I mean, I, I'm not going to say this is going to last forever because it won't, but eight games in a row. Yeah, impressive, right? Hottest team in the league and, and getting it done. I mean, I think healthy bodies. I think uh, the, the chemistry is really clicking, and, and the backcourt right now is playing at such a high level. When you look at what both Dragic and, and Deion Waiters are doing, both handling the ball and getting off the ball and making plays, you, know, you hit on the three-point shooting. Look, they were the hottest team beyond the arc during this stretch at 42% plus. And then they're really defending uh, even more effectively. But they've, they've been able to shut down opposing three-point shooters and, and been pretty consistent defensively. I, I like the way they're shutting people down in the fourth quarter. Uh, they've been you know, absolutely suffocating during that, that quarter. Hey, yeah, and, and John, I was going to ask you about the fourth quarter because – Whenever I look at an NBA team, John, I look at how are you going to close out games, who's right. going to be those last eight, and then I look forward to the game finally to who's starting. But the fourth quarter, why are things going so right for this team in the in the fourth quarters? Well, I, I think there was always there was kind of a question mark when this team when this uh, season started about who would be the finisher, who would be mm-hmm. the closer, and how would they be able to manufacture. Uh, points in a possession type game that's going back and forth well I think the answer is they they're balanced they're very balanced and and the guards are really leading the way and Dragic and Waiters we've seen Waiters hit some huge shots we've seen Dragic make some big time plays but you know this team is I was just talking to somebody else about this I mean eight players average double figures on this team nobody in the league you know comes near that number you have three guys actually Let's see, two guys who are average double figures who aren't even playing right now. Yep. Tyler Johnson's back. So you you're, you have six different guys who can step up and make plays, um, and, and different guys have been able to do it in the fourth quarter. But the guards have really closed and been able to manufacture those critical points uh, without having, you know, the quote-unquote all-star type finisher. They've been able to do it uh, with that backcourt. John Crotty joins us. John, in the last couple of days, we've had guys that have covered the team. I've asked them this. I want to ask you this now. When the Heat came home from that West Coast trip, largely West Coast trip, it ended in Milwaukee. The only team they beat in seven games was Sacramento. And yet, Eric Spolster told reporters that at the first practice back here a couple of days after that ended, that he saw something on the trip. Progress is being made. And you hear a word that Eric uses a lot over the years, process. And the process was improving and he saw things, even though they were 1-6 and six on the road trip, and they have not lost since he said that. Did you see anything that would warrant a, a statement like that by Eric Spolstra? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Yeah, sure. No, I, I, I'd be absolutely lying to you if I did. But what, what I have noticed, and, and it is very, very clear to me, getting you know fortunate enough to watch this team all the time, is, I mean, this team genuinely cares about each other, almost a collegial-like feel to it in regards to the way they pull for each other. It's genuine. Um, you know, they help each other up when they get knocked down. There was a series a couple games ago where Whiteside got knocked down. All four guys sprinted over, helped them up. I, it sounds like it's a little thing. It's not. That just does not happen on typical NBA teams. Guys really are looking out for each other, and, and you can just see through the adversity that no one has really gotten down. They've continued to play hard and work hard. We hear, you know, I, I get to interview these guys regularly. You hear them adopting the language and the vernacular that the coaching staff implies. And, and what that always means to me, getting to do this with different teams as well and having played in different different teams, is when you hear the players, you know, using that type of terminology and language, it, it really means they bought in. And, and I can see it on the floor, and I think we're seeing the tangible results during the streak. John Crotty joins us. Suppose the Heat, who are, I can't believe I'm saying this, a mere four games out of that eighth and final playoff spot, after starting 11-30, and 30, if they were able to qualify for the postseason, could you make a case, as strange as this sounds, that that could be Eric Spolstra's best coaching job? I, I Absolutely. I don't think he gets enough credit, um, you know, as it is. I mean, what, what Eric's done, which, which is, to me, really impressive, most coaches have a system, um, you know, that I've seen. Even the really successful ones, they have a system, and they plug – you know, players into their system. Eric has had to adjust his system, if you want to call it that, to multi different types of players over the course of his career and really, you know, adjusted to the strengths of those players. This is not the same offense, you know, that's being run uh, as, you know, when LeBron James and Chris Bosh was here. I mean, you know, this is a different adapted ball motion type style. They're playing faster. Um, you know, it's to, to, to try to showcase both Dragic and his ability to get everyone else involved. That's that's coaching. I mean, that's getting everyone to change a system, adapt to the personnel, get everyone to buy in, continue to create that culture. You know, that that's impressive. And I, you know, my my hat is off to him to be able to do that. And again, keeping a winning culture, guys, when you are losing like the Heat were losing during that stretch, that is such a challenge at this level because, you know, typically I'll have guys that will, you know, buy into, you know, more worried about, uh, I got to worry about the next contract, right? And, and it becomes more of a selfish mode, and that just doesn't happen with this organization. John Crotty, I know things are going well in your personal basketball world with the Heat on the eight-game win streak. Your Virginia Cavaliers almost knocked off number one Villanova, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Lost that, that buzzer. Hurt, that hurt me. I watched the end of that. They were right there. They were up 13 in the yep. second half, but Nova showed, you know, some of that championship steel there coming back. And, uh, you know, they had 20,000 people behind them, too, there in the Wells Fargo <laughs> right. Center. But, uh what a finish with uh, Nova tipping tipping that yep. ball, and Tony Bennett does a great job there too. He, yep. He's doing a great work. Yeah, let me let me ask you very quickly about two guys whose basketball world has been rocked. On the other hand, you know where I'm going, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James. What what do you think very quickly about Dwayne Wade's situation as far as him and Jimmy Butler and kind of the 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 insurrection of the youth there? Sure. Yeah. I, you know, I, again, I it makes you realize 
how important an organization is, how important the culture we just referenced is, because, you know, when you when you have, and I feel I feel like I could talk about this, because I played for 11 years on seven different you know teams and organizations, so you really get a feeling of how organizations are run and the culture, and you know, the Heat do things the right way. They have strong ownership, ownership that's prepared to spend money to make the team as as, as good as they can be. Um, they then have management that keeps people accountable and will make the hard and tough decisions and yet keep the team financially flexible enough you know, to, to never be over-levered and put themselves in a bad position. And then they have a coaching staff that's supported you know, by, that, by those personnel people, and, and you have these three layers, um, and they develop players that are younger that we've seen They've done a great job, and and when you go to these other organizations, and I'm sure Dwayne's, you know, shaking his head at time because, you know, there just doesn't seem to be the same accountability there, and it looks like right now, you know, in some ways the the uh, inmates are running the asylum, right? I mean, um, and to have to bring it outside the locker room isn't really conducive at all to something positive. I mean, you know, that really does not go over well with with players on the roster. Um, you know, even a guy with his caliber to, to do that. So it's a very difficult situation. And, um, you know, th- that team right now, um, Chicago, really is, is reeling. Yeah. John, he's in a dumpster fire right now. I think we all can agree, and it probably has caught him off guard as just how bad things are. But he can exercise his option next year and be guaranteed a, just a tick under $24 million from the Bulls, or he cannot, and he can become a free agent. I can't see him go going elsewhere. I mean, no one... Not one team, as far as I see, is going to offer him anything close to the $24 million that he can earn there. Now, you know, he's got three rings. Maybe he can go someplace and earn less, and, you know, if he wants to get another ring. But, he, you know, he, he could have gone to Cleveland for $2.4 million. He wasn't going to do that. He said so. What do you think he'll do? I think his decision in this offseason is going to be fascinating. Yeah, I, look, I have no idea. I don't have the kind of relationship with Dwayne where he's going to give me any sort of inside scoop. But, what I, you know, what I would say is, um, you know, he's still an incredible talent and a leader and someone who's been there that I think, you know, can be a huge factor with younger players. So it's, it was sort of disconcerting to me to see what was going on there in Chicago in regards to him, too. I think, you know, it's a situation also where the grass is always greener until you actually leave and experience something like that. So I'm sure he's appreciating a lot of the stability that the, you know, the Heat have provided over the years. But um, I, I'm curious to see, too, Josh. I mean, I. You know, I he hasn't dropped off um, in terms of, you know, he's still averaging over 19 a game. He's still a factor. Um, you know, he's still a, a, an absolutely viable offensive player. So um, he, he may have options, but I, I agree it's a lot of money. It's just, you know, everything's so inflated now with the new cap system. Hey, John, uh, before we go, uh, the Heat has eight games until the All-Star break, including tonight. What is a a realistic um, expectation? I, I believe what f- five of those are on the road, four of those in a row on the road, but eight games. Uh, can they go five and three in these last eight before the break? What do you think? Well, yeah, I mean it's interesting. I, I I don't have the schedule in front of me right now, but I do recall you know looking at it and seeing the um, you know you got Philly twice, you got mm-hmm. Brooklyn in there, you yep. got Orlando, you got some teams that are really, you know, not good records and struggling. Right. So I, I think that's absolutely attainable, Chris, the way they're playing right now. There you go. All right, John, thanks for taking the time to come on with us tonight. I'll see you down at the arena and, uh, around tip-off, and we appreciate the time. 
You got it. Take care, guys. Take care. That was John Karate. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.